You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast.com and on Twitter at Slow Ride Pod. Hello and welcome to the um, 436th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in Orlando. Hey, this is uh, Matt. Matt. That's it. Matt in Minneapolis. And this is Spencer, uh, Western Western Massachusetts, um, near near Hartford, I guess. Um, that makes sense, I think. Guys, I I'm a little unprepared tonight. It sounds like you might be as well. Um, yeah, I'm gonna level with you. Uh, I don't know what to do without a script. Yeah, it's a little scary my here. My name isn't even Tim. Usually, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, I get an email with the script uh, earlier today um, for you know for tonight's show, so I can kind of rehearse the lines and you know get into character. I'm, yeah. I'm a little bit lost. Uh, that didn't show up. Do you guys know what's going on? I um, I don't know. I'm in the same position. I uh, I think. I heard there's a writer's strike and I, maybe that's, oh. maybe the people that write this oh. show usually are some of those writers. I always assumed we were secretly funded by like Colnago or one of those bikes that they make us mention all the time. I don't, this is frightening because I don't actually know anything about bicycles. I just read yeah, the script. Well, no, I'm, I'm like a motorcycle guy. I don't really know like yeah. pedal bikes. It's, it's yeah, weird right? to talk like, about They're everything. so silly. Why do people pedal them? Like you can just use a motorcycle. I'm with you. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm Steve by like, the way. E-bikes e are pretty cool. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. That seems okay. I mean, I'm not going to ride one, oh, but like it seems okay. Steve. Yeah. Steve. Yeah. The nice name's actually you. Steve. I know we've never really formally met. Yeah, we yeah, just, yeah. We're always straight into character do when you, they make us do this thing. Um, yeah. How do you feel about disc brakes? Well, I love them because I don't have a motorcycle anymore, but I had a I had a Vespa for a while. My car's got disc brakes. I actually have seven cars. I'm actually kind of a big car guy. Like Dodges. That makes which sense. Which really makes me, I, I got to admit, they're always talking bad about Dodges and Pontiacs. I've got two Trans Ams and three Chargers and I don't even <laughs> oh remember how many God. cars they said I had. I probably got a couple of Astro Vans too, I think. You have been crushing, like, I knew you were a good actor, but, like, uh, you've thanks. been crushing it all these thanks. years. Like, yeah, I thanks. had no idea I, you're a Pontiac <laughs> owner. That's amazing. No, I mean, I am, and it's, I, it's weird, you know? Yeah. Can I come clean? Yeah, man. Oh, what do you, what do you got? I've never had a stroke. <laughs> I bet. It's, I mean, now tell me the truth. The tell me the time. truth. You're really good at pronouncing stuff. I am. That must had, be really difficult to, like dumb it down oh, yeah you know for yeah. for the cycling it's all, audience it's all an act but it shows how important writers are in our life it does that's true three percent raise doesn't seem like a lot guys no. i i feel i feel pretty lost here uh without them so maybe uh maybe we should get get some support out there for uh for the strike for sure yeah this is this has been great this is painful oh, maybe um 
tell you what, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and pull up an old email from like years ago, and we can just sort of talk about whatever's on that uh, f- script and sort of good plan. You know, jazz it up for this year, maybe a little bit. Yeah, you know what Might I've be been okay. noticing. The same races happen like every year, except 2020 was weird. But other than that, I feel like we've been almost doing the same thing. Yeah, you, like you can it just seems like it, yeah. recycle these things. Maybe like, like, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm just gonna. It's, it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, I'll pull up one from last year. Out by how many races there are that aren't the Tour de France? It's so weird. I had no idea. There's a, a, so many. And you know what's crazy? People eat this up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like. Nobody cares about any of them except for the Tour de France, as far as I'm concerned. But yeah. man, hey. okay. Anyway, uh, even that so I just watch I just it for the Lance you. commercials. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Shout yeah. out, shout out to the writers. I see of Hollywood that, that, <laughs> who we uh, deal with all the time. I see Steve over there, uh, aka little guy, um, drinking that Michelob Light. I can tell that Lance. Uh, yeah, influence man. Is there? He's golfing in that ad, I think, or something. So, uh-huh. so can I just ask the question that everyone wants to know, um, little guy? Uh, how's the jacket sales coming? Oh man, uh, you know no one is uh, no one has offered to buy them yet. I haven't you know put them on sale, but I feel well, like I feel like people are intrigued. Uh, I've been teasing all week, kind of maybe making some people upset. Well, you know, friend of the pod, Mark uh, in Jacksonville said uh, you're missing the boat, little guy, for attaining financial backing for the short sleeve puffy vest project yeah mm-hmm. and he wants to know if you considered a kickstarter campaign oh i had because not, but okay I th- tell me why i, I feel should. like i feel like this could bridge the gap that three percent pay gap to the writers and we could we could just close yeah. that up right now with yeah. these jacket sales That's a good point. actually it it is pretty amazing so um mark was saying that uh you know there's like that helmet that had the flashing turn signal that was just never made but yeah. that raises like $800,000. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of venture capitalists out there that may want to see results. Uh-huh. But Kickstarter campaign people always fail to l- deliver products. So it's really no big deal. Huh. And Mark continues that the short sleeve puffy vest, once it's in production, will be the most target audience are those at the Met Gala. So that's true. Huh. It could go looking it could forward go well to for pledge. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Mark did want to know, is there any dimpled versions for more arrowness? Oh, for arrowness. Um, currently, with our supplier, our supplier is the Goodwill over on uh, 38th and Nicollet. So uh, <laughs> it's sort of whatever they have in stock for me to cut the arms off of. Uh-huh. So, so maybe. So maybe. I'm not saying no. Yeah. You say uh, it's on our roadmap. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, not for this season. Definitely so, not right. Yeah, for not well. This season. You look like a million bucks. Thanks. I'm a little guy. too warm. I'm gonna take it off. I just wore it to start <laughs> the show. But I gotta admit, so sometimes this week it was too. I was a little cold, and sometimes I was too warm. I did wear that's it a few times. That's the problem with the short sleeve puffy. Yeah, I but, you feel know, like that's gonna be an ongoing issue. But well, we'll and work the it out. problem is, it's actually nice here for the first time in 900 years. Hmm. So, so it's a little yeah. It's too much already. So. It's comfy though. So I just want to say that I mean, you look like a million bucks, little guy, with the the short sleeve puffy that will be taken to Kickstarter soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the true hero of the scene was frontman, cycling legend of the Talking Heads, David Byrne, showing up to the uh, Met Gala. You may have seen the tweet and the Instagram post 
that I retweeted it wasn't our photo. We were not. We actually did not get press passes to the Met Gala. Uh, again, we do again. Got denied again, but we do have our fingers on the pulse. <laughs> and let me tell you, David Byrne, crisp Colonel Sanders white suit, <laughs> belt drive. You gotta go belt. Looks drive. like. If you're, wearing, drive. if you're wearing a white suit, you you know you have oh. to pay for that upgrade. And the 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 bike apparently is the Budnitz aluminum, or it might be a tie. It looks like a tie it's bike certainly to me. Like a titanium, but yeah. the handcrafted now, wood you, fenders. Did yeah. you just insinuate that David Byrne would ride an aluminum bike, Tim? So I have seen pictures of him actually on city bikes. So yes, he would a city but bike for, maybe, but yeah, but. No, he took he took a titanium piece of art uh-huh. with tires that clearly have been ridden. There's a there's a dirt <laughs> strike down the tires uh-huh. as an Abus Bordeaux lock, uh-huh. my favorite lock. And you know what? The belt drive it looks beautiful. More power I mean, to the man. So legend. I saw this and I was like, "What a cheap publicity stunt! Just showing up with something weird on the on the." red carpet or whatever to make gala. Everybody's trying to outdo each other, out weird each other. Don't care about this. I've actually got it muted on my, uh, on my Twitter. Cause I, <laughs> that's how much I don't care. But this one wow. did sneak through with the bike, uh, angle on it. Um, this, this is a legit bike. Like this is a, there are some component choices here that are very oh, solid. Yeah. Um, I was expecting this to be like a dressed up, you know, you know, like when Cadillac comes out with a bike or a Lamborghini or whatever, and they're just a piece of crap. Several mentions of these car bikes over the years. Like this, this, this is a Brooks saddle. This has like really nice looking wooden fenders that were monogrammed um, with his name and what floor he was on. Like D burn 11th floor or whatever it said on the fenders, which is awesome. Um, for everyone the, in the building the, like, does the that. Condo building, yeah. Yeah, that's how it, that's how everyone rolls in Midtown Manhattan. So, the uh, the Paul so, uh, love levers, I, uh, those are yeah. some of my favorite brake levers, and then the belt drive. Because clearly, you you can't have that Cat Five chainring mark. So, right. Our tweet went pretty far. Okay. On this, yeah, for us, yeah. It, it stirred a lot of conversation. A lot of haters <laughs> about belt drives. A lot of anger. Like, a lot of belt driving. I didn't know. I didn't know belt drives had that much hate, but then the people that were hating on the belt drives, once they realized the crisp white suit may be the reason why people were like, all right, we'll give them a pass. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I scoured yeah. the internet. I did a lot of research on this gentleman. Okay. A lot of pictures of David Byrne out there. He may be the only person in human history pictured with a bike and none of the helmet Nazis showed up to go. Yeah, but where's his helmet? That's a good point. Uh-huh. There's no bike helmet. There's no bike helmet. There's no bike helmet in the basket. Nowhere near round. Mm-hmm. Not one mention anywhere that I found of people going like, oh, what about the kids? Yeah. <laughs> David you Byrne know- is the only person in history that can get away with riding without a helmet and no one says anything. You know how I know he's legit? And like I saw some comments being like, oh, there's no way he actually showed up on this bike. Like, this is just for publicity, which is, you know, to be fair, kind of my initial reaction. You zoom in on this photo. There's the uh, wrist scrunchie with the lock key on it, like dangling <laughs> oh, yeah. on the handlebars. Like, oh, yeah, that is a that is a level <laughs> of detail that is not present 
in a in a photo stunt you know it, it's so clear that he wrote it there because you could see the disgust on his face in this photo going, where am I supposed to park this thing? Because all you assholes have taken over the parking spots for your dresses and gowns. Yeah. Like, like he's like, why? And then oh, I totally dropped the ball and, and uh, it was pointed out. I believe it was Ruby Rubey, friend of us on the pod goes, well, now we know how he got there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Such a good talking heads joke. It's fantastic. Wonderful. Yes. Bravo. It, it made my night. It was wonderful. Congrats. Take a look at it on our Instagram and on Twitter. Congratulations for David Burns for winning the Met Gala. Yeah, definitely. All right, guys. I, uh, I dug up the emails from a couple years ago from one of the scripts, and it looks like we're supposed to be touching on the Giro d'Italia. Yes. And, okay. uh, maybe Good. the Vuelta Femme as well. Thank you okay. for remembering. So. Let's get into Volta the Femme um, because, wow, what a race full of some controversy. And when it comes down to it, I think the law of the land is don't mess with Demi Vollering <laughs> unless it's for the GC. <laughs> it's a whole other thing. Unless you're but, you know. I guess. Yeah, yeah. 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 So. It's weird. If you if you just watched like the highlights, I'm I'm gonna say they probably showed a lot of the final stage, which came down to the final group on the final climb and yep. climbing into the clouds. Very epic stage, um, an all time classic. Just as far as a finish to a stage, finish to a GC um, for a women's racing, uh, with Vollering taking the stage win and Amonique, Amonique Van Vluten having been dropped out of the group a little bit and just like grinding out the result to try to not lose enough time to lose the jersey. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty epic. But that's not even the most dramatic thing that happened <laughs> during this race. Um, I read a whole article about bodily functions in bike races that like, I did not expect to read so much about uh, during this race. So yeah, for anyone who, who hasn't been following along... Uh, it's a common topic, apparently, over is, at Bicycling Magazine, though. Get, that's get true. Lots of hits. Well, of clearly, uh, a lot of people in the peloton don't understand the rules uh, of, of nature breaks as well, because uh, a race leader at the time, uh, Vollering, um, stopped for a nature break, uh, along with a bunch of other folks from the peloton. At the same time, that's when movie star and uh, Van Vluten hit the front and started mm-hmm. drilling it. You mean world champion? <laughs> yes. Annemiek Van Vluten? Possibly. Still. It's in the still attacking. Needs, it's still... In the hierarchy of needs, I think the world champion is the patriarch now, hang on. of the Peloton. Race now, leader of the current up. race, though? Jersey, <laughs> leader yeah. jersey wearer? I think that does trump. Because if, if you were a world champion and you became the leader of a race, you would wear the leader's jersey so instead of your world champion. That's a good La point. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need a we need a we need a flow chart so you can tell like if somebody calls yeah. calls nature break who's. But so who's, there was there were just fireworks uh, a whole like everybody trash talking to everybody after this about when the pee break happened what was going on what the crosswinds like uh, you know 
a movie star was saying, oh, we were always planning to attack there because the crosswinds or whatever. It's just, uh, I don't know why they stopped to pee then. That was a bad idea. Yeah. And of course, the other side of the argument being Mm -hmm. like, hey, when somebody stops, that's just an unwritten rule. You don't attack. So I don't know. How many K was it from the finish? Do you remember? Because that's It was pretty far, far, I I feel like. See if I can pull it up. You know, it's like, it's one thing... Yeah, I feel like Should really like ahead. if the leader is, is stopping, you shouldn't attack them. There has to be some sort of like limit within the finish. So you mm-hmm. can't have like, we can't have Remco at the Giro in a couple of days, like being like 3K from the line. Be like, guys, I got to pee. I got to pee. K. See, 70K, right, 70K then that is fine for a pee break. That is not, yeah. yeah. You got 70 more K to attack, Movistar. Yeah. I, you know. I'm just going to say, I mean, I know I'm a Movistar stan. Yeah, I was going to say. I don't say. really have a reason to be anymore ever since Valverde left. Yep. But she is the world champion. And Demi Vollering appears to be the magnet of controversy, <laughs> such as her own team attacking her at Strada Bianchi. Yeah, seems to be but... involved in a variety of... Just let me cook. I, yeah, I, I don't know I what I'm talking yeah, about. I don't know what you're doing. Just let me roll. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I so feel like going yeah, into, Van Vluten has been notoriously like drama-free her entire career. So going into today, though, uh-huh. Vollering was was on a mission. Yes, to destroy Van Vluten. I needed incredible. to get a minute, minute, minute seven, al- right? eleven or something. Min- yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a, a good amount, a good amount. And she. She fell nine seconds short to uh, world champion Annemiek van Vluten. Yeah. It was, it was an epic finish, even more epic when you know the the drama around the jersey being ripped from the back of Allering and, and put on the world champion's shoulders. Uh, <laughs> ripped from the back. Yeah. As as she took the jersey off you know, to get drop a stronger trowel team. on the side of the road, it was stolen from her as uh, as the world yeah. champion rode past and snatched it, put it on, and rode to the finish line of that stage. Yeah. Um, yeah, there so, were some good quotes, though. Uh, 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 there's a great article in, in um, Cycling News, actually, um, which I don't usually like, but uh, Lucas... Nofler uh, wrote this article. He's he's a pretty good follow on Twitter too. Um, there's some great quotes around this drama where Volering's just like, "I am hungry for revenge," yeah, you know, and like tearful, pissed. like just it really captures the essence of. And he really did do his research on on the wind direction. Like he tried to, um, you know, sleuth out if Movie Star were just full of it with their excuses and stuff and. What's your takeaway? What's your takeaway? My takeaway is I think they are full of it. His takeaway is it's a little gray area, but it seems iffy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's a lot of season left, man. There's a lot of season left for Valor to get some revenge. Uh, You know who would never do that? Male racers. I'm just, Speaking of which, let's talk about the Giro when Mads Peterson got crashed out today by the entire Jumbo Visma squad. Aha! Yeah, good segue. Yeah. Good segue. Tell me yeah, about this classic segue. Did you guys? Um, I didn't watch any Giro. Champion. I can't bring myself no, to care yet. 
Because I had I to watch like Femmes and I had to watch Trobro, so it was like well, I couldn't to be do fair, it. little guy, it's been a time trial and a sprint stage. Well, so no, exactly, and like I said, like like there was the women's Volta, which was yeah. full of excitement, and then there was Trobro Leon today. So like, yeah. I know we're two days into a Grand Tour that I'm usually the most like, ah, it's the greatest thing that ever happened. But I agree with uh, the Hackney Hedgehog. Tim 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 tweeted out the picture of him being super chill, a little less oh, chill now chill. that he's lost time. But um, uh-huh. I agree with him. Second stage, whatever, man. <laughs> I mean, the totality of who went down. I mean, Cavendish, Mads Pedersen. A um, couple was, of world champions. Four, four, no, four kilometers no to go. So no respect for the world champions. <laughs> uh, you know, the, right. you, you guys, I remember maybe like uh-huh. 100, 200 uh, episodes ago, we got an email from the writers that said that there used to be respect in the Peloton. Uh-huh. All the men's racers were saying that this new generation has no right. respect. But before, back when they just cheated and doped like crazy <laughs> uh-huh. and cheated each other that way, there was a lot uh-huh. of respect. No, you're you're just. But now there's not the respect. We got. You're just reading some of the emails we got last week after <laughs> Spencer was defending the glorification of crashing from the Legion team in Criterion. Was he or he was got I? Mixed up. You know, I don't even remember anymore. You know, it's hard to remember. So the so. Giro was, did wait, happen. I, wait, wait, wait. I was defending the Legion team from the accusation yeah, you of were, glorifying the crashing in crits, which you leveled. Anyway, so yeah, you leveled the, that. Um, I think... Oh, we'll get to that later. I said the... Whatever, yeah. Do you see... So Evan pulls in the jersey. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, yeah. talk to me okay. in a week. So let's talk about Remco. Um, he yeah. destroyed Ghana in, in that time trial. Um, there was also chain ring wars. We're back on chain ring wars. That's how boring, uh, this grand tour is about to be. <laughs> I was seeing like images, like close up shots of everyone's chain rings. Yeah. It's Remco, all chain ring wars. Remco running a 60 tooth chain ring in the front. That's so scary. Uh, Ghana only had a 58, so clearly that was a couple of gear inches that he needed. Um, somebody else running a 58. I forget who else running a 56. Um, crazy. Uh, Rogue, I think, running a 56. Like, pff, child's play. What are you doing? Don't even. Yeah. Why did you even show up? Even a cat, cat one, dude? Come Take on, it serious dude. or, or 22 stay 22-second gap. 22-second gap to Ghana. Ghana is wide, wildly and widely renowned as, like, Faster than anyone on the planet, <laughs> especially on a flat Italian time trial. Yeah. Did you guys watch? I only I didn't no. see Ghana. No. But <laughs> Why would I, I watch the time trial? No, I know. But I watched. I <laughs> saw the highlights. I saw the Let alone the first week of a three-week Grand Tour. Trust right. me, I'm not hear watching me, this. Hear me out. I saw <laughs> okay. the highlights right. of Remco in the uh, last like two K of his ride. Yeah, and yeah. he was, it was cornering. It was like kind of tricky. Like it was weaving around. The course was. He stayed okay. in the arrow extensions the whole time. Keep, keep, keep going, little guy. You're really selling me on this time. No, trial. I'm not. I don't care if you see it. Watch it. I'm just saying that like he did everything possible to not lose a second, and it's it was yeah. super scary to watch because he's going around corners and it's kind of bumpy, but he's trying to stay super arrow, and he does, and in a way that I just 
can't even see the best time trials a few years ago, back when everyone had respect. Like they would have got <laughs> into the into the out of the air extensions because it was dicey. Like watching it, I was like, he could very okay. easily just hit a bump and do a. a uh, Lopez, when Lopez like crashed at that tour TT a couple years ago, and he just like lost it at the end. Yeah, um, the- you just hit one little bump, but he stayed so arrow the whole time, and it was f- scary to watch. He looked like uh, somebody on a fixed gear with the little bars, and everyone had rocked a little little teeny bars, and they'd be like skidding yeah, around yeah. with their little hands together. The only thing that keeps me fueled about Remco crushing it at the Giro like this is the disgust that Eddie Merckx must have for it. He's mm. going to have to start showing respect. I mean... No. I mean, there like, used to be, used to be respect in the Peloton. Remco is very Merckxy right now. You, so, you, know, you know how I knew that Remco was going to win at Liège? You guys, when they showed the pre-Liège shots, Remco <laughs> had, had, uh, had a tan line from his helmet. Like, oh. he had a strap tan line on his oh. face. Nobody else in the Peloton is showing up with that. No. Like this dude is putting in the miles and the work Do you know in, a, in a way that is like out of control. <laughs> when when you have a yeah, tan yeah, yeah. line from your helmet, you like Deep what else are you gonna say at the start line when everyone's like, You've been training? And you're like, Yeah, yeah, I've been training, dude. I've yeah, been on I've been on the side of a mountain <laughs> on top on a volcano doing nine hour days, you know. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> Do you know who isn't gonna show up with a uh tan line from their helmet straps? Uh, I don't know what the segue you're trying to pull here is. So no, go for David Byrne. That's he, true. He That's ain't gonna a go point. No man, he's um, got publicity photos so to do. The the Giro's coming. Be great. Before we get to this week's <laughs> prem lap, it's coming. Trouble. Give a shout out to friend of the podcast. No, we'll do that after the, the friend of the podcast, Austin Killips, for winning. Yeah. Yes. Tour to Gila. Hell yeah. Women's category. Fantastic. Love Austin. Um, seen a race so many times at the World Cup in uh, in, in in Madison. I <laughs> it's so great. I've seen a race here in Holyoke, Massachusetts. Yeah, <laughs> and destroy the field. It was awesome for I the and for the Amy Dombrowski Foundation, which is yeah. even cooler. So yeah, um, yeah. I was uh, I, I was uh, uh, DMing uh, with her and being like, oh man, we totally missed on the the Gila talk. So yeah, That's so true, great to yes. see. So, Tim, I just got to say, uh, you're, you're nailing the pronunciation um, of yeah. these races and everything. Yeah. Uh, I know it's a little off brand, but it is. It's nice to hear. You know, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm kind of glad the writers don't strike this week. It was all a bit. It was a, yeah. It's been a bit for about 25 years of my life. But yeah. yeah. Um, so, little guy, quickly, Trobro Leon. Uh, Trobro Leon, uh, go back and watch the. Last 20K is fun, man. We've talked about it before. I think in previous emails, they always mention it. Uh, they give out a pig to the top French guy from the neighborhood or something. Um, <laughs> but Sweet. it was really good. Uh, it was like a group of seven at the end. And man, the last 20K is good. The last 12K, the last lap, of, they do like a circuit, the last three laps or something. Uh, it was super fun. And Nizolo won, Tim. That's sort of a I know. flashback I know. from no, you. But like- but how awesome is an Azolo one? So it was Israel nice. Premier Tech is is doing great down there in yeah. the second division. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We should talk. Uh, we should talk. Well, let's do the prelim, but we should talk the Giro jerseys because there's three three new team jerseys for the Giro, and we haven't even discussed that. That used to be our brand, and I now I feel like all the other cycling press is trying to steal 
Yeah. Fast. Well, that's that's what it's we can like. Mention. Me innovators, little guy. All right. <laughs> let's writers, get into the pre-lab. That's why we'll we pay our writers it. the big bucks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's head into the pre-lab. Hi, I'm TJ Van Garderen, and you're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. All right, everybody, here we are. We'd like to thank all the listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. Head over to WideAnglePodium.com, where you can find out more about our independent cycling media. Shout out to the Grodio, crushing it on the mobile studio, was Amanda Nauman at Sea Otter, with tons of great interviews coming through in the world of gravel cycling and gravel racing. Mm-hmm. So fantastic. We'd also like to um, thank continuing sponsor and returning sponsor, Hammerhead. Head over to hammerhead.io. Use the promo code SLOWRIDE. SLOWRIDE. Yeah. No, we're doing uh, we're doing the promos there still. Um, should be the, uh, I think it's the heart rate strap uh, right rate now. Strap. Free heart rate strap with the uh, purchase of the Karoo 2 which is my personal favorite cycling computer I've ever used in my entire life. And I'm so stoked. I had not, I had seen and heard of Hammerhead uh, before they became a sponsor and they sent me uh, one of the Karoo 2s to, to try out. And uh, I'll be honest, I got another one um, after after that one because I liked it so much. Uh, so now me and the wife both have them. Super easy to use, super easy to update. Um, mapping is great. Uh, the screen is just bright and good and easy to see. And I don't know. I really like it. I think you guys might like it too. Uh, they are, a, a, a returning, uh, like Tim said, long-term sponsor of the show. So at least head over to hammerhead.io, check out the crew too. Uh, if you do pick one up, um, they've got some like trade-in stuff for your old computers too, where you can save some money. But if you do pick one up, use the code slow ride and, uh, get that heart rate strap, uh, on checkout. Awesome. Let's head back to the show. Hi, this is Dan from Nam, Namibia, not Vietnam, and you are listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. All right, guys, here we are. We've got a, a, a light mailbag this week that we'll get right into before we get to some Jiro um, Jersey talk and a couple of other things. But the first one comes to us from Ed Merritt. And all it is a subject line. And it says, I agree oh. with Tim. I agree with Tim. Granted, there's a question Wait. mark in here in parentheses. See, Ed is like, okay. I don't know if all I right. really believe agree with Tim. But it goes back to the, uh, co- the, the conversation we were having last week. It's a helmet cam photo of like some industrial park quit in L.A. And it's a uh, um, you know, mentor of it's a it's a it's a, a video of Rashan Bahadi taking someone to the curb having a conversation during it to me once again it reminds me why I don't want to do a crit race at all yeah it's kind of dangerous but it's not like I don't see anybody crashing but there's definitely some like lowered elbow and like yeah you ain't getting that wheel and you go all the way over and I think they both finished like in the 20s of the race but you're kind of like uh I don't know not a fan of uh, crit racing right now. Well, you don't have to be a fan, but I, I mean, I don't want to watch it. That is, <laughs> that is crit racing though. That's how, that's how it is done. Like but you do back in the day, there was more respect. 
That's a I don't good know point, if Tim. that's true. That. I have heard many stories uh, post race. You know, I did. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know, I don't know if this is bragging, but it is like a. I do have some some knowledge of this, uh, having been Adam Meyerson's roommate for uh, over a year. Uh, who was and, and he goes way back. He goes way back. Preeminent uh, crit racer in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, who has no share of his uh, drama and stories from from all those days. There's plenty of uh, not no respect, I guess, back <laughs> in the day. Plenty of examples of no respect. I think yeah, there's a, a little bit. So, uh, uh, I don't know. I think I still I'm going to agree with Rasan Bahadi on whatever side of the argument he's on generally. That's probably good. Well, the important thing is to shut the door and to keep bike yes. racing for everybody upright on your wheels. I guess I don't have, you know, I just don't want to see crashing. That crash last week was ridiculous. What I yeah. want to see in a criterium is what happened at the Sunny King criterium. And this just in, we got an email and I got a text message from friend of the pod, Bodenheimer, old Bodie Bodie from the uh, CX Hairs Radio, it's like Cross Radio, there and he uh, he's yeah the, the writer's notes did you getting back didn't into the groove? Up. I love it. But uh, Bodie was like, "Hey Tim, emergency email before you screw it all up," and it's the Sunny King criterium, and it says, "Hey friends, I figured Tim would butcher some facts about the Sunny King crit that happened last night." So I thought I'd provide some intel. The Sunny King Criterium takes place in Anniston, Alabama, an hour or so east of Birmingham. Um, I've been to Birmingham. Great city. Love it. Second stop in the ACC series. This is yet another Criterium series. This is the American Criterium okay. Cup. That's not the NCL, and it's no. not the Crit Series. ACC. No. Okay. All right. ACC. Uh, the they, women's that race. must be the one that the guy stole from the other guy. Before the other guy, yeah. Um, the women's race was run by Yarali Salazar of Legion on the women's okay. race. And then the men's race was won by Cade Bickmore of Project Echelon, who pipped Alfredo Rodriguez at the line after Alfredo celebrated too early. Oh. Bodenheimer has a great video of this. I've seen the video getting passed around the different the crit Instagram uh, sites. It looks like um, Mr. Rodriguez is trying to do the Peter Sagan running man when he's coming across the line. Oh, still pedaling, no. Still pedaling heavily. And then uh, Cade Bickmore, never one to give up. I'm a big <laughs> fan of Criterion Racing. Uh, throws his bike and wins. But Bodie is quick to point out that the finish line at the Sunny King is actually a few feet in front of the truss. So maybe oh. that's like where he messed up. I don't know. But the men's race was shortened by 30 minutes because the race promoters didn't think there was enough light to finish the race. But the race Wait. is usually held a month earlier, and the men's race almost always takes place under the lights. Yeah. So how did they not see this coming? Thanks for listening. That's weird. That's some flat earth stuff right there. Yeah. So, But I saw video of it. How embarrassing. Uh, Celebrate uh, okay. after you cross the finish line. Here's the thing. You come up with a great finish line celebration. You've got that in the back of your head. You you you've been waiting for months to to pull this out of the bag at a big event. You make your move. You're you're screaming towards the line. You're like check the shoulder. Nobody's there. You start you start the <laughs> you start the running man. 
you're like, everybody's going to love this. And what's that? Like over the other shoulder? Didn't check good enough? Oh, no, I've been pipped at the line. Man, that that is brutal. That might I mean, just if- be the worst one. Like. I mean, not not like uh, uh, reach wise. I don't think it'll be as popular as you know, Alaphilippe getting pipped or something like this. But, um, but Which this I might still... be this might be the worst one because you're pulling a stunt. You know, it's not like you I... like sit up and celebrate. Okay, yeah, but you're you're like goofing off at that point. Yeah, yeah. This is for the record. I still have as like a Zoom background Alaphilippe getting pipped at the line from when he posted up early. Yeah, and I mean this one. I mean doing the Running Man, it's just a little bit too much. I mean, oh how embarrassing. The good news, it's Sunny King crit, and no one even knows that it goes on, so it's okay. That's true. So, um, <laughs> let's see what else we got. Um, Loga, you want to talk a little bit about the Giro again? And this better not be about how three weeks of bike racing is still in front of us. Three team jerseys. The first one is Education First. I love it. Love it. Love it. Oh, I love yeah. the kit. It's an all-timer. It's yeah. it's one of my favorite. The only thing I don't like um, uh-huh. is the socks. Is the mismatched socks. Not a fan. Oh, I haven't seen the socks because I only saw it's the city shots. So, and then everyone was like, socks, show me the socks. No, it's like the socks. And the socks now have their own Instagram account. They're trying too hard with the oh, socks because wow. it's like, like they're different colors, different. Yeah. They're not different heights, thank goodness. But I think that if they went... Wild. That, that would be wild. That would be absolutely <laughs> wild. If Rafa Education First wanted to actually go viral, that's what they need to do because, so, they, yeah, you say they're pushing the limits. They're not. The limit is different height socks, and nobody, yeah. nobody, frankly, has the balls to do it. So you really I don't like the colors. obvious, though, because you'd have to go, like, 90s on the left... 2023 yeah. 20, on the right, you know uh, what I mean. Try like like, and then you're like you're you're mad if you if you pull the triathlete socks out because they should be picking the socks like drawing straws, like you don't know which one you're gonna get out of the bag and like that's what you get for the day. Oh, but yeah. I don't like the I don't like the color mismatch socks. Um, I like the jersey. I think it it's a beautiful looking kit. I do question how much wasted material Rafa must have, and if they're just not setting up their fabric sets Mm. to cut jerseys enough for that much excess fabric to then be sublimated. That's a lot of, (laughs) that's a lot of waste. If that's how many, if that's how you're getting all the kits, I don't know enough about it, but it just (laughs) like, you know, it's a great looking kit. love the story. Could be a little greenwashing here. Oh, I'm sure. It's a lot of waste. I'm sure there is some greenwashing on it. I'm, I'm not even, Taking aside the the green the green angle, I just thought it was fun. Yeah. It's a fun beautiful kit. looking kit, and it's really well beautifully launched. So good for them. So that was kit number one, little guy. <laughs> and since I refuse to watch today, tell me who the two other cool kits are. You know, I know it's three, and I started this bit, and I can only remember two. Uh. I'm trying to figure it out. I know is Israel Israel, whatever, yeah. but that's not that big have- of a difference. Well, but it's a little different. It's got like dots on it or something. I think it looks better than the normal kit, actually. I haven't seen this. It has dots well, on any, it. Anything is better than their, their is it, normal kit. Though. Is it still blue? It's still blue, it's but it's gradient. got some other things going on. It's a little bit better. It's it's a slight improvement. That seems like it hardly qualifies as a custom jersey. 
Yeah, it's different. And why can't I remember the third? This is a great bit. I can't remember the third. It's probably not that good. Well, yeah, that's why we have writers. Yeah. Well, um, can we can we get into the other thing that took over the internet um, this oh. past week? Yes. And that's uh, Bicycle Crumbs, solid follow on uh, on the old Instagram. Out yeah. Of, uh, Por- Portland, Oregon, uh, creative director over there at the Speedwagon. Decides to go on a Taco Bell century. I saw this. I saw this float across my my feed somehow, and I was. My, I had two immediate reactions. One, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of in my entire life, and two, <laughs> this is the greatest thing I've ever heard of in my entire life. Yeah, and I think. Both of those things could be true. Let me let me just read this out uh, for anyone that didn't see it. It's a yeah, just it. just as I saw it, so you guys can kind of have the same you know starting place that I did, which is a uh, uh, um, I saw it from the State Bicycle Company who regrammed it, I guess, or whatever. Um, it's just a, a a note that says tomorrow I embark on the hardest known cycling journey, the Taco Bell Century. 100 miles, two states, nine Taco Bells. Here are the rules. One, all nutrition, including liquids, must come from Taco Bell. I was like, mm-hmm. this is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Okay, quick question. Uh, Do we know how many different flavors of Baja Blast there are at Taco Bell? Not enough. No. Um, so, and it wouldn't matter, Tim, because uh, rule two, you may not carry bottles. No, but... That's so why you get one of the to go, giant ass like forty eight ounces to go. You no, know, you're gonna have to carry it by hand because it's not going in your bottle cage. Um, number three, you must order something at every Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Four, That's- and this is where it gets wild. You may not repeat the same item. I don't know how I feel about that rule. Um, Number five, challengers may complete their own century, but the winner is the team of two who hits the most Taco Bells, does it in the fastest time, da-da-da-da-da, he's got sponsors. Uh, and then finally, we saw the original Taco Bell century completed by Lolo Bowen and crew. We simply added some more parameters to it. So apparently this is a thing. I had never heard of it. I think I would die if I tried to do this um, simply from the sheer volume of Taco Bell. Um, I'm planning on trying this, just for the record. I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. You got nine Taco Bells in your area? I don't think you need nine Taco Bells. It's it's about going like uh, my understanding is you need to hit like a minimum number of Taco Bells. But yes, I in in okay in Central Florida there are (laughs) several (laughs) Taco Bells. Um, I with some friends we were trying to do the math. Like when so what the the thing is to me is the water. So like you got to have the the plastic to go cup in the bottle cage. Nah. So you just stop yeah. more often. Well, but yeah, but you can still bring the bottle like that you plastic cup not, can fit. Rule two: you, can, you may not carry bottles. No, it's a cup. It's a very very distinct thing here. And I, I, think, I went on the Instagram, mm. and I believe I believe that Bicycle Crumbs carried a like thirty two ounce cup. Well, then why, what, because if he, you're going to bend the rules like that, why just wear a camelback? No, 
I think, you, I think I think rule two, you, you start the with essence water. of it, you, you may not carry bottles, is you may not carry uh, containers for water. Well, here's how you do it. You start right. with water with the ice. Cheater. It melts, whatever. Yeah, well, uh-huh. whatever. Uh-huh. You, you can uh-huh. report me to the government I'm body. I'm going to send you to Taco this, Bell. This CEO. is the future of bike racing, so you might as well just start calling the UCI now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they're going to find a way to get their grubby mitts on this thing. You know it. They're gonna be, but they're going to like sign a sponsorship deal with Del Taco. So um, anyways, so you start with the water. I think the question is like, when do you go into the Crunchwrap Supremes? Do you take the Crunchwrap Supremes and put them in your pocket? Eat them on what? the bike. Crunchwrap so, Supreme so, uh, is the only thing that you can eat on the go at Taco Bell. Everyone knows this. You don't. You don't get a, like soft shell. Ah, uh, no. You can. Tell me, yeah. What's a Crunchwrap Supreme? I I haven't been to a Taco Bell since the year. So it's two tostadas with a bunch of goodiness in the middle, wrapped into a tortilla shell, kind of like do you a wrap a tostada. It would crack. That's the beauty of it. You got a soft shell taco shell around it. It encapsulates the meal, dude. It's like when you bite in, it's crunchy, but it doesn't go all over your car. Or in this case, your bicycle in the drivetrain. And then you're like, oh, man, I should have gotten a belt drive. Yeah. No, no you're the number of times I've gotten to start in my in my chain is really too many. So, I mean, you're wrong. A, but I think you're you're <laughs> you're down a road here that uh we're we're already too far down the road. Like you're talking nutrition. I don't even know if this thing is a good idea. Um it might be the future of bike racing. It might just be some idiots doing something stupid and hurting their bodies in bad ways. Um which is just like our Everest. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But um, I mean, the, the answer is like, when you stop, you get like the small things, like you get cinnamon twists, you know, you get, uh, you know, uh, the fiesta potatoes, you know, um, you get small things. You, they, a lot of them have the, um, crossover with Cinnabon. You get the little Cinnabon delights. Um, you just pop those little power sugar power. It's like. It's basically um, goo shots or gels, um, you know? <laughs> so you just keep the energy yeah. topped off as you go. And, and then, you know, when you actually stop in, that's when you get your um, Baja Blast slushy thing oh. um, to, to cool you down, uh, hydrate you. Uh, would, but anyway. I would die. I, would die. I, I understand, little guy, you would die. There's also not enough, like, rabbit food availability there for you to get, I think, nine different items or whatever oh the, all you need is three ingredients at taco bell to make nine different items there's so many different shells that you could go <laughs> that's with. fair that's fair um bean burrito you know soft taco like whatever cheesy roll up you you, just, you you got lots of options here little guy um, i don't think i've been on a taco bell since i went on a road trip okay little guy when Two i come it's right after high school if i come to the twin cities this summer i'm not going to taco bell. <laughs> Why would I go to Taco Bell? That's why would okay. I punish myself like that? Because okay. it's a Taco hang Bell on, century. Tim, like, Tim, 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 let's give him a second here. Let's hear him out. Little guy, we're doing it century. Uh-huh. We're stopping at nine chain restaurants along the way. That's all we can eat. Which one are we going to? And you have to pick. Is it the same you, one? All are you, time? Picking, you picking Sonic? You picking Burger King? What are you doing? Little guy, I think Taco Bell card. might be your best option, but I'll no. let you decide. 
Little guy's going to Olive Garden. Olive Garden. I don't you know. can't so fill up on breadsticks. Twenty some years either. I. I literally okay. have no idea what would be best for me. Twenty like, co-op. What's the <laughs> subway? Unfortunately, <laughs> the co-op, the co-op century. Tour to co-op. You'd have Dude, to do a lot of There's got to be a co-op. There's got to be a co-op in Stillwater. There's got to be a co-op out in Stillwater. One, there is one in Stillwater. No, I'll do. A, I'll do a co-op century. We can. And there's one in. Uh, there's one in. Uh, Saint Hudson. Falls, so. Oh, and little guy, like, do you get like a co-op card that brings you in, and then like you get like a like you're part of like a collective, like a. <laughs> Like he, some of the co-ops are have are, are are connected, so yeah. And then we could get some like Cliff Bars at REI. Uh, we could get the Cliff Bars at the co-op. Why would we go to REI? Because it's a co-op. Oh my goodness! It's true, it's a co-op. It's true, it's true. So, all right, maybe get a zip car. So. <laughs> get uh. a zip car. We're gonna buy a zip car. I mean, we can no. use. I've signed up for the uh, electric car share. So yeah, see, he's already so Spencer, on top What's of it. the verdict? What's your verdict on the Taco well, Bell century? I don't, I don't think it's a good idea, but um, I could maybe entertain it uh, if I was caught on the right day. You know what I mean? Um, it's I love it. I love this creativity. Have the so it's such a the, I wish I came up with the idea. I wish I came up with the idea first. Have the influencers gone too far though? Yes, a little bit. I mean, Tim, Tim, you could have done like a Dairy Queen or a Baskin Robbins or something. Oh, it wouldn't even be a challenge. Cream. All yeah. 31 no. flavors. You'd have to make it like 600 miles or something to make Tim hurt a little bit. Yeah. You get a challenge. Yeah. So I went on a ride today. I was drilling it at the front, going like 28 miles an hour. I was like, oh, yeah, crushing it. Took a right-hand turn, then took another right-hand turn, going back kind of the same direction we were just at. Headwind the entire way. Boy, was that deflating. Meant that my 28-mile-an-hour effort was not because of my amazing fitness. No. It was because getting a nice tailwind. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 I still got it. All right. I, I mean, mean, that's then, every time I've gone 28 miles an hour. It's like, yeah, man, yeah. I'm, I got some form. I don't really have that much form. Slight downhill, huh? Huh, weird. <laughs> Didn't seem like it was downhill. Um, <laughs> so... Anyway, Tim, you still got the instinct though to be on the front when you have yeah. the tailwind, even if you weren't aware of the tailwind. It's just sort of an intrinsic thing that you yeah. you pick up. So good for you. Yeah, it, it yeah, no, means you still you still got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you get Pretty the stoked. gap when you can get the gap. You know, I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, you, yeah, if, if somebody stopped in the W side of the road to to take a nature break, you and there's a tailwind, just hit that front. You know, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> You, as you're yelling, I'm sorry, but it's a tailwind. I have to. <laughs> I, I was planning to do this the whole time, I swear. <laughs> There's no other time for me to attack. <laughs> well, oh, God. So, you know, I haven't gotten any more emails from the writers, um, the, the, the scabs that have crossed the picket line to let mm-hmm. us know of any other topics um, to discuss, but uh, I am fresh out of ideas. Well, I want to hear, uh, I want some emails about Taco Bell menu items set, uh, because I think we may have to do a ranking here. I think we may have to dig into this further. I haven't done the research yet, but I'm going to, um, so bean burrito or any type of burrito fits in the pocket. That one's an easy one. That's a, that's a, you know, try to hit us with a fastball. Like that one's easy. 
Right, right, right. Get, we need we need the deep cuts. We need we need like when you're seven or eight Taco Bells in and you can't buy the same item again. And you got to pull out the heavy hitter. Which one are you bringing? Yeah, like so. The chalupa? You going gordita? What what are we doing? You might go. You might go. Uh, you might get wild. Get plate of nachos. You know, just uh, like they're small. You can take them, but you do gotta you gotta hold on to that uh, that tray while you're riding. I mean, you got to think about time and how long it's to eat these things, but also getting that nutrition. And so I think planning it right, you do that plate of nacho, nachos like in the middle of the century. Mm-hmm. You know, like you've, you've been fast and then like you take a little extra time in the middle, eat, kind of recharge sure. the batteries. Mm-hmm. And then and then the last stop is like, boom, in, churro in the back pocket. You're out of there. You know, like you're, you're definitely churro at the end because dessert when you're crossing the finish line. Yeah. But... <laughs> Where I think where you guys are failing, I think where you guys are failing in this whole thing is you keep talking about nutrition. If you go to Taco Bell, you're going to be fine. Like, like you will have the energy to finish the ride. Oh, thanks, Mark Burns. If the fires burn, just shovel whatever garbage you got around. (laughs) That's right. right. Um, Uh, I I mean, I think the big failing here is uh, obviously uh, Giro leader Remco Evanpole missing the boat with his Pizza Hut sponsorship could have been a Taco Bell sponsorship, both under the Yum Brands umbrella. Um, and he's just missing out on the uh, the rise to fame of this influencer meme event that he could be taking <laughs> care of. Uh, instead, he's overdoing the Giro, which nobody in America cares about at all. No. Um, Did you? Uh, just, you know, just kind of embarrassing. Did you guys see the uh, the news on the old uh, Twitter real quick that uh, Trek Segafredo is no longer going to be Trek Segafredo, but it's now going to be L- Lydell Trek? I saw that. What is what is that? The supermarkets that sponsor the team, or they sponsor like the races out there in, um, ah. in Europe, and now okay. they're going to be a title sponsor. But the question is, is it like the corporate headquarters, or is it just like the Belgian market or the, you know, whatever grocery store chain? But anyways, new 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 sponsor coming in the Tour de France. Is is uh Segafredo just moving down a notch or are they leaving the fold? I, I, it appears that they might be leaving the fold. That, uh, yeah, that's that painful. As a as a racer on the team, that's gotta be a painful sponsor to lose. But I mean they might still be involved. I mean, you know, I think that you know they'll like, probably still okay, be around. So they've I mean, been around for a couple years on the team. Say you're say you're you're not uh Nibali. You're not like the big star on the team, but you've, you've been there. You've been putting in the work for a few years. Maybe you're on a contract year. You're starting to think about, okay, I've been buttering these guys up for three, four seasons. Now I'm going to ask for the espresso machine. I'm going to see if I can get like, get this sponsorship to pay off for me personally. Mm-hmm. And then right before you go to make that move, they're like, Oh yeah, we're, we're pulling out. That's, Oh, there's somebody on that bus that is like sobbing into their so, pillow right now. I mean, you know what? Shout out to Sega Fredo though. Been a sponsor with that team oh, for yeah. seven seven years title sponsor. Like that's a that's a solid run. <laughs> They're probably un- still unfortunately they, I, unheard of in professional cycling. <laughs> but here's the thing though. If you go seven years, I think you still get your name on the team car. It might be a little bit smaller, but like there's gotta be like a emeritus status with the team, right? Like like, are you just like, oh, oh, sorry, you're gone? Or, like, do you have, like, a little, like... I mean, that's kind of how sponsorship space works. It's kind of a 
go you know, yeah, like you the, pay the for most, those spots on the car, you know. Yeah, I know. The movie but, star jerseys don't say Bonesto in the corner. That's true. Yeah, but is that is the is that bank still around? I don't know. Reynolds Steel. They don't say Reynolds Steel on them. They <laughs> they don't say Ibanesto. Uh, I'm gonna go open a banking account at Ibanesto right now. What uh, do you think they're moving into the space because Jumbo is? leaving the space soon so we got one supermarket having great success for many years and now they're leaving in the year or two oh, well the best, so they're like the best, boom, let's, 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 let me let me clarify a little bit here a little guy we had one uh supermarket sponsored team having great success i don't know if that translated to success at the supermarket as well like well, you think they, they sold more problems that have been more broccoli uh, and things like that I think that if there's any um, industry that's actually being seen through the uh, the cost of living crisis and everything, it's probably a supermarket. They tend yeah. to do okay in <laughs> times of, of crisis as well. Hmm. So they, they probably have some money to spend. Yeah. They're probably doing Fair enough. So, except the co-op. All <laughs> right. Let's get out of here. Um, all right. Little guy, Matt Allen. Yeah. I, I don't have the script, so why don't you run with it? <laughs> we got to thank the sponsors. I've never had the script, so so, so we yeah. we we thank um, Hammerhead.io. Head over to Hammerhead. Definitely. Use the promo code Slow Ride to get your very own heart rate strap with a purchase of a Crew Two computer. Mm-hmm. We want you to check out our Instagram and Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. Uh, just look for the David Byrne photos. <laughs> and uh, this is... Uh, well, we give him the email, too, because we definitely need some content uh, if this strike's going to keep uh, going. Yeah. The Slow Ride Podcast at gmail.com for all of your uh, questions, answers. If you need advice from this... If you have a no- script. <laughs> from this non-biased <laughs> news source, uh-huh. uh, why don't you just write some... Actually, next week, we'll do some chat GPT questions of the Slow Great. Ride Podcast. Great. No, let's not. Uh, uh, <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> That that this is Tim in Cincinnati. <laughs> this is Matt, uh, also in Cincinnati, over the Rhine, myself. And this is Spencer. Uh, I'm actually in San Diego, California. Um, <laughs> I'm in my hot tub. I have been every week, <laughs> and uh, uh, I've never even been to Massachusetts or Minnesota. But I do <laughs> want to remind you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod. an elegance to bike racing. For all its technology and engineering, it's a simple question of physics. How do you move a body through space as quickly and efficiently as possible? When the rider and the machine work as one, it's almost as if the solid world has melted away and all that remains is the spirit, 
the pure, raw, and unfiltered soul of sport. Life is measured in many units, miles, kilometers, kilos, and pounds, but we measure it one corner at a time. We've entered the golden age of crit racing, the most exciting spectator event in sport, where all of human drama plays out before us on our city streets. On this show, we bring you the news of the day and take you inside the personalities of the teams and riders and right up to the gates of the premier events in the world. Welcome to Criterium Nation. Criterium Nation. 